Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too Welcome to another edition of the Disney Rip Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. We're, we're limited this evening. It's a two-hander tonight. It's me and it's Katie. Good evening, Katie. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, not bad. I can't believe it's just us tonight. I know, what's this all about? We've got, Where are like, the other slackers? Well, Susan is kind of on at work. Gareth um, is, is only just really sort of getting home from work. John is at work. Uh, so it turns out that it's probably us two that are slacking this evening because everybody else is actually working, except for us. I've been hard um, at work all day. I, I have so. been hard at work, and then you made me weird, watch some weird documentary. Um, you are welcome. I know I'm like seriously freaked out about what on earth I've just watched for the past hour and a half, but we're here now anyway. Um, it's just genuinely like. Yeah. Anyway, so um, this evening is me and Katie. The reason it's me and Katie is because um, just before Christmas, Katie had the um, privilege, is that probably the best word? Um, I think so. To go out to Orlando with Cordwell Children and take part in Destination Dreams. Again, I'm jealous. It's uh, one that I'd love to do and I've not had the opportunity to do yet and really want to do. But uh, unfortunately, that job thing gets in the way. Um, so we thought today Katie would probably... Um, I'd like to talk to us a little bit about her experiences of doing that. So do you want to kind of explain a little bit for those people who don't know much about it, about what, what happened and what you did? Yeah, of course. So Cordwell Children is a children's charity. Um, and every year they organise a trip called Destination Dreams. And it's a trip to Florida and they take 25 families um, who all have children who have either a terminal or a life-limiting illness. Okay. Um, so it's quite a kind of competitive process. The families apply for it. They get selected. This trip um, this year was, or last year now, I guess, because it was December, um, was kind of extra special because this trip was actually supposed to take place originally in December 2017. Then it got postponed to January 2018. And then, unfortunately, the charity had to postpone it all the way to December um, just because of lack of funds. Yeah. Um, so these families had known for a really, really long time that they were going to be going to Florida. Um, luckily, they were all still able to go, which was really good. Yeah. Um, so they did waited for a really long time. So there was kind of a lot of anticipation around the December 2018 trip. Um, so by the time we got to it, everyone was extremely excited. And basically, um, the charity take these families, um, and it's for the whole family. So it's parent it's the, the children themselves it's yep. any siblings carers that kind of thing they take them all and um, we all get on a plane go to florida and they get to spend a week just exploring the parks in florida so we do three of the four disney parks um, magic kingdom animal kingdom and hollywood studios okay plus sea world and universal and the family state give kids the world yeah, yeah. which is this absolutely amazing place yep. not too far from disney um, and it's kind of specially designed for kids on these kind of make-a-wish style trips um they've got these beautiful villas they're all like fully medically equipped it's got absolutely amazing facilities the pool's fantastic there's a ice cream parlor that's open oh, all day so you can get ice cream for breakfast it's just magic from start to finish, really. And I was lucky enough to go along on the trip as a volunteer. So there's about 40 volunteers go along, um, plus a team of medical staff. So, so the families can be really kind of secure in the knowledge that if something was to go wrong with one of their um, children, there's medical um, professionals on hand. Now, this trip is not your first, is it? Is this your third? This one's my third, yeah. Oh, okay. So I've so been lucky enough to volunteer now. on the trip a few times now. Okay. 
So did did it? Obviously, you're now well versed in it. You're very experienced in it. Did that add a different layer to what you experienced this time? How you experienced it? Was it less special? Was it more special? I don't know for you. Yeah, I think it does. I think when you go as a returning volunteer, it is different because you have got that experience and you do know a little bit more what to expect. When you're a new volunteer, every day is something brand new and you're never quite sure what's going to happen and right. um, I guess there's always an element of that because it's obviously it's new families yeah, you course, get yeah. placed with a different family each day so you never know until the morning who you're going to be with that day right okay. um, but I think as a returner it's nice because you can kind of share your experience with the new volunteers yeah. and obviously you've got friends that you've met on previous trips so it, it does add a dimension to it I think going as a returner okay um, just because I think you've got that kind of bit of security in what you're doing you kind of you know you know what you're doing and you know that you can give the families a really good experience so let's start off from the beginning so you arrive at the airport or do you meet the night before or so this year most of the volunteers or quite a few volunteers did head down the night before right. um so we all kind of just stayed at a travel lodge near gatwick um the night before and then all headed over to gatwick together so on kind of day one of the trip if you like um is the night before you travel and all the families arrive at Gatwick and um, we stay at the Hilton in Gatwick yep. um, they're kind of big supporters of the charity and there's a big party for everyone so the families all arrive they're right, all okay. a bit nervous and yeah. um, the volunteers kind of help them get them settled into their room and then there's a big kind of party we had some characters showed up to say goodbye to the family so we had Dora the Explorer was there oh that's cool um, and we had I think he's called Chase from Paw from Patrol. Paw Patrol, yeah. Yeah, so he was there. So that that's quite a good way to get the kids kind of eased into the idea of meeting characters. Yeah, of course. Um, and then we all get together, have some nice food, and yep. then kind of chat through the logistics because it's quite a big undertaking. Yeah. Um, I think there's about 160 people on the trip in total wow. with all the volunteers, all the families. Um, so it's quite a big kind of logistical task to move that many people through oh, the airport. I would guess, yeah. So we kind of talk through all of that stuff, um, meet the families, the volunteers will be told that night which families they're going to be traveling with okay. um, and helping through the airport so you get a chance to go and kind of introduce yourself right, to that okay. family. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then everyone kind of heads off to bed because it's a very early start the next morning and then the trip gets going in reality the following day which is travel day. So you have travel day which I would assume will take obviously the normal length of time for for a flight but then i suppose you've got to take into consideration the length of time for transporting them any of their equipment all those sort of things as well exactly so there's a lot of kind of medical equipment that needs to be moved through so although the flight isn't until kind of 11 o'clock yeah half past 11 we were on the go from about six in the morning wow. just to try and get all the families downstairs mm -hmm. they get it's all very, very kind of meticulously planned out. The families have a particular order that they go through from the Hilton through to the airport. There was an added complication this year that Virgin has moved. And so on the previous trips that we've done, it's always been in the South Terminal, I think. And yep. this year, it's moved back over to the North Terminal. So we had to move terminals with them. Um, so it does take a little while just to get through the airport. But it all ran really smoothly. And I have to say, the staff at Gatwick are absolutely fantastic. So they're all... They all kind of volunteer to work on the day that the Cordwell trip is flying oh, out okay, that way. Cool. I didn't realise that. And um, they dress up in kind of onesies and Christmas jumpers <laughs> and cool. they're there giving out free sweets and colouring and books and all that kind of stuff to the kids. So they really, really do kind of get into the spirit of it yeah. all. So, which is great. So you travel there, you arrive, and then you head to Give Kids the World, and I guess the remainder of that day is just a chance for everyone to relax, recoup. So by the time we arrive in um, Orlando, it's kind of pushing on. It's kind of late afternoon, early evening. Yep. So once we land and get everyone through the airport, which again takes quite a while, um, there's buses that collect the families and take them straight to give kids the world. Yep. And then the volunteers stay in a different hall, um, which is a little bit more towards kind of Disney Springs oh, I area. See. Oh, I didn't realise that. I thought you also stayed at Gives Kids the World. I didn't realise you no, stayed No, so the medical team stay at Give Kids the World with the yep. families they're kind of on call 24 hours a day they're always on hand but the volunteers stay in a separate hotel and we meet the families at the parks each day so is that because um, of the fact that they don't have the space for you or is it kind of to give you a bit of a break 
from I think it's a combination really I think it's because Give Kids the World is so geared up for these families who are on these make-a-wish trips yeah we don't want to take up space that a family in that situation could yeah would take up um and it also it gives the families a chance just to like hang out together i think one of the benefits of for the families of going on a trip like this is they get to make friends with other families who are in a similar situation to them yeah they might not always get the chance to meet people who really understand what life's like for them um so it gives them a chance just to hang out without strangers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, which is what we are at the beginning of the trip um kind of hanging out but they've still got that security of the kind of medical team being on call living in villas like right next to them and, and with regards um, so to stay separately with regards to kind of going back to your hotel is there is there in the itinerary is it that you say goodbye to the families at this time and go back to your hotel or do you have the opportunity to hang around if you want to or how does that kind of work um on the days at the parks you mean well uh, so that first day when you've dropped everybody off kids give kids the world set everybody up are you allowed can you stay around for as long as you want or do you kind of have a time where you leave them to it or how, how does it work on that very first day we don't go to give kids the world with oh you don't them. go at all right okay. um so no the buses just pick pick them up at the airport um so we see them off onto the buses and they take them to Give Kids the World and then another bus will come for us and take us right. to our hotel. Fair enough. We get do get night. to spend some time at Give Kids the World later on in the trip. Okay. Um, which is definitely worth doing because it's an absolutely amazing place. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, so that comes a little bit later on. So that first day, it's really quite late by the time you get out of the airport. So it's literally, it's kind of straight to um, the hotel, have something to eat and go to bed. Yeah, especially um, you're working kind of five hours behind anyway at that particular point. So that's first day there, yeah. travel day, you're there, you're settled in. So first, the next day, I'm guessing, is the first park day. Yes, so it was straight into park days. So they changed the the other two trips that I've been on. It was the same order of okay. um, parks that we did on particular days. This year they mixed it up a little bit, so it was okay. a little bit different. Um, but the they always start with Animal Kingdom, which I think oh, is a really wow. good first park. Okay. Um, because it gets you straight into the Disney magic, but yeah. it's a kind of it's a smaller park, so yeah. it's it's kind of a bit more manageable for the for the first day. Families. Yeah, I can imagine, They're tired yeah. after traveling. Yeah, yeah. So we were straight into Animal Kingdom on that first day. So the families arrive at the parks around eleven ish. Um, so it's not they don't do like rope drop, but they do get a genie pack. Okay. which means that they can use the fast pass queue for everything um so it's not really as important for them to be there right on rope drop it's just too long a day for them yeah um a lot of the kids have got quite complex medical needs so yeah. being in a theme park for a full day is a really big undertaking so we go to the park and the families come to the park on their bus there's a small group of volunteers that go to give kids the world in the morning yeah. and kind of make sure the families are all right load them onto the buses all that kind of thing yeah. but generally you meet them there and then at that point you'll find out which family you're going to be teamed up with for that day okay um, and you might depending on what the family needs are you might be paired up with another volunteer or you might be on your own so this year on animal kingdom day i was on my own um was a lovely family so there was mum and dad there was the wish child who was a little girl and her brother right um and they kind of they didn't really know exactly what they wanted to do they had a few ideas they knew they wanted to go and see the lion king show and they were really interested in seeing some animals um so we headed straight after kilimanjaro safaris because we just wanted to get that one ticked off the list get them to see some animals um, and that was amazing. They they got to see loads of stuff, and they brought binoculars with them, which I thought was really That's cool. That's awesome. So um, your role then um, on these so they, days, they... is is your role there just to look after the kids, or are you there as kind of that sort of expertise Disney tour guide? So you know the parks, you know the best places to go when, and is your job kind of to recommend places, or is it to look after the children, or, or what? So it's a bit of everything. So it's not a requirement um, to be a volunteer. It's not a requirement that you've been to Disney before. So you don't need to be kind of a Disney expert. Um, A lot of volunteers have been to Disney before. There's a lot of kind of big Disney fans um, on the volunteer team. I think it does help if you know the park. So I think one of the things that that family in particular found really helpful was the fact that I knew my way around yeah so when we would decide to go and do something there was no kind of messing about with maps it was just right it's this way yeah um I think they found that really helpful I think other um 
things that I found useful from being a Disney fan and from having visited the parks lots of times was there was a few families who were really interested in kind of facts and bits of park history okay. so for example the family that I was with on Magic Kingdom Day the dad of that family loved facts um, and he wanted to know like intricate details about rides so they, the charity kind of knew that about him so they placed me with him because they knew that I would be able to kind of fire off Fair stats enough. and facts all Fair day enough. for him which worked really well um, so you are, you are a bit of a tour guide, but if you haven't been before, you can kind of rely on the maps and things. Um, you are a bit of a child's entertainer to a certain degree, but really you're there to help make sure the family has a, as good a time as possible. So if the child's got a wheelchair or there's a buggy, you would push that. Um, quite often these families, one of the parents is always pushing the wheelchair, so they never get a chance to just be together or hold hands that kind of thing so if you can step in and take that off their hands and it just lets them be a bit more in the moment so it might be pushing a wheelchair or pushing a buggy it might be carrying bags if you if you were the family of shoppers and they buy loads of stuff <laughs> it could literally just be like a bit of a pack horse helping them carry their bags um definitely with the families that i was placed with i found myself kind of recommending things so i would talk to them about what characters they liked or what kinds of rides they liked. So that family that was with Animal Kingdom, they kind of, they had a bit of a daredevil in the family, the little girl who was the wish child was a bit of a daredevil. Right. Um, so we went on flights of passage with her um, and she absolutely loved it. Like she, she just was absolutely buzzing when she came off that ride. Um, and she'd never been on anything like that at all. Um, and I was actually with them on another day later on in the trip, so we had a, we had a few. I got her on Tower of Terror later on, um, which was very exciting. So it's, you can kind of gauge from the family what they're most interested yeah, in and yeah. kind of advise them. So I knew that they were really into Lion King, so I suggested that we went to see Festival of the Lion King, which they absolutely loved. Um, later on, I was with them at Hollywood Studios, and they were really into Toy Story, so we spent quite a lot of time around Toy Story Land, yeah. that kind of thing. So your role as a volunteer is really to gauge what the family needs you to be on that particular day um, and that might it might vary so with that family I was pushing a wheelchair with the family at Magic Kingdom I was firing off facts and stats about rides and yeah. little snippets of park history so it's, it's really varied and it just okay. depends who you with. So you, you did Animal Kingdom first day so you did a few lanky bits and pieces how long do sort of your park days last on average? <laughs> Um, so it depends on the park. So for somewhere like Animal Kingdom, they're there for about five, six hours. Okay. Um, Magic Kingdom's a much longer day because they stay there for the fireworks. They arrive a little bit later on, um, about 12, and this they stay all the way through to the fireworks, um, which I think were about nine, something like that. So okay, they're there for a bit longer so, on Magic Kingdom day. So you say they arrive about 11, so they probably finish at Animal Kingdom sort of 5 p.m.-ish. Yeah. So do they then head back to the resort at that point to, to give kids the world yes and then yes. What, what sort of happens to you at that point do you have time to continue exploring the parks do you go back to your hotel kind of how does it yes, work for you so it depends it does depend on the park because every night there's a briefing for the volunteers which is right. compulsory you have to go to that yeah um this year they moved that briefing so it was a little bit earlier but it, it does move around a little bit so on Animal Kingdom Day, we didn't have the option to stay late because of the briefing. Yeah. Um, Magic Kingdom Day, you're there quite late anyway, so yeah. there was no briefing on that day. But I actually went to the parks early on that day because we weren't meeting the families till 12. Oh, right. So it's okay for you to sort of head into the parks so, early, do some bits yeah. and pieces, and then meet the family. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So I was um, at Magic Kingdom for rope drop um, on the day, and then... There was a group of us who went there um, got a few rides in yeah. and then we went and got like disability guides and all that kind of stuff and met everybody else at the okay. front and dished That's out cool. guides to yeah. everyone. Um, I did stay late on the day that we went to Universal and um, the charity had kind of built in some time for us to do that if we wanted to. Um, but that was actually the only the only night that it was possible to stay late at the parks this time. I have stayed late at Hollywood Studios before, um, but again, because of the briefing this year, we weren't able to do that. Okay. So it just depends on the park day, but there, there's time in the evenings to go and do things. So I went to the outlets one night, I went to Walmart one night, um, I went to Disney Springs one night, 
Um, so there is time to do kind so you of get a little bit of time, sort of enjoy some of the recipes involved. yourself as, as yeah. well. It's obviously given a lot of time. So, like, so for example, let's say Magic Kingdom Day, you stay in the park till uh, eleven p.m. Um, yeah, well, I suppose then oh, there's extra magic hour afterwards. But I suppose you're not staying in a Disney resort, are you? So you wouldn't have the opportunity to do that. Sort of. No, and um, by that point, the families are so tired. It's well, it's more. It's, I was thinking more you rather than um, them. rather than them. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we just get on Magic Kingdom night after the fireworks. We just get them out as yeah. quickly as we can, out, get them back to the buses. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, so Animal Kingdom's first day, you've done till sort of five o'clock. They've headed back to give kids the world. You've had the opportunity. You've, you've gone to your briefing, and those sort of kind of those briefings are they kind of um, are they medical briefings? Are they briefings about the next day? Are they? Is it kind of like I, I kind of see it akin to me at work being a bit of a staff meeting? Um, yeah, it is that. It's basically it's a chance for you to have a little chat about the day and yep. share any nice stories that have happened um so if something extra magical has happened for one of your families it's a chance to kind of share that story um if there's anything that you think the staff need to be aware of for the next day then it's a chance to flag that up um or you can just kind of pull one of them to one side and just have a chat with them if it's not something you want to talk about in front of everyone it's really just a chance to debrief on the day and everyone to chat about the days that they've had and what they've got up to and like all the nice things that have happened really because they do the children get quite a lot of attention in the parks because yeah, they've got their give kids the world but yeah. on. Yeah, yeah they've got their genie passes around their neck that kind of thing so they do get quite a lot of attention so quite often little extra magical things happen as you're kind of heading around the park so it's nice to get a chance to okay. share that and find out what everyone else got up to as well now obviously you have your stuff means each day so you've had let's say you've had your family at animal King- kingdom you've really loved spending time with that particular family you know you've really got on well with the kids and the parents etc can you then kind of request that you stay with that family for the next day and equally can the family request to have you again or does it not kind of work like that well it doesn't really work like that so in theory no um so the short answer is no so the, the volunteers would never really request a particular family and the charity deliberately try to kind of mix it up a little bit so okay. that you get the opportunity to spend time with more of the families because yeah. there's 25 families on the trip yeah, cool. and you, you want it you, you just don't get a chance to get to know all of them yeah. um so you want to get a chance to get to know as many as you can um quite often the families will request the same volunteer again okay. but again the charity do try to mix it up a little bit so that you don't form an attachment just with one family yeah. however they do sometimes make exceptions and that happened to me on this trip um that the family that i was with at animal kingdom actually requested to be with me again at hollywood studios right. which was our last park day yeah and um, so i think they've kind of given them a chance of like, does anyone want to like make any requests? And I actually got requested by two families that day, so I was quite proud of myself. Yeah. Um, but they got in first, so <laughs> yeah, so it was good. So Animal Kingdom first day. What's, what's um, the second day? So second day is Magic Kingdom, which yeah. is the kind of big long day. Yeah. So like I said, I went there early, um, and we I went with a group of my friends, and we got in a few rides, and we went for food, which is like you don't always get a chance to eat um you basically if the families want to eat you can eat but if they don't want to stop for food you don't necessarily get a chance to stop because it's okay. their holiday yeah, yeah um so stopping for food before the families arrived was a really good plan because that kind of kept us going um then we met the families outside the front of the park that day i actually got teamed up with another volunteer which was really cool um it's quite nice when you get teamed up with another volunteer because yeah. you've got someone to kind of bounce off um, so I was teamed up with another volunteer who's another really experienced volunteer who's done the trip lots of times called Sarah. Yeah. Um, and we had this great family. Like I say, the dad was he kind of fed off information and he just wanted loads of facts, which is why they they put me with them. Um, um, and that was, again, it was mum, dad, the wish child who was a little boy and his sister. Yeah. Um, and we had a lovely day. It was a bit of a mix that day because we had the little girl really wanted to meet loads of characters, but the little boy was very scared of characters. Um, so we had a bit of a balance to strike there of her getting to meet the people that she wanted to meet or the characters that she wanted to meet and him not being terrified. Yeah. Um, um, but we, we 
did a really good mix of things. There was a few things we did, like the the mum of that family had never done a big roller coaster and really wanted to try a roller coaster. Um, so we'd kind of chatted to her and decided that Big Thunder Mountain was going to be her first coaster, but the kids weren't big enough to go on that. So Sarah went on Big Thunder with mum right, and okay. I took dad and the kids and we went on Pirates and the kids had an absolute ball. Um, so there was a few little things that we were able to do like that because there was two volunteers, um, which worked really well for us. Okay, fair enough. So so you can, there are opportunities where you might split off with other people or with part of the group, depending on what's going on with, with each bit. Yeah, okay, as long as there's always a parent with the child, that's absolutely fine. And then things like parades, uh, fireworks, that sort of stuff. Do you kind of meet up with lots of other people or do you do it separately or, you know, how, how does that work? Yeah, so the parade is the family's choice, whether they want to watch that or not. So the family that I was with this year weren't too bothered about the parade. They wanted to get on lots of rides, like their priority for the day was rides. Um, but for Happily Ever After, at the end of the night, we watched that all together on Main Street. So the whole, everyone who's there on the trip um, all meets together at a certain time. Um, people can kind of head off and go shopping and things if they want, but we've got a base at the end of Main Street. Right, okay. Um, so we all kind of get together and we all watch Happily Ever After together, um, which is, it's amazing. It's a really amazing atmosphere because you've got all the kids are together and by this point they've started to make friends with each other. Yeah. All the parents are together. Yeah. It's a chance for the volunteers to get back together at the end of the day. Um, and we take up this like huge space at the end of Main Street. Um, so that's a really kind of highlight of the trip, I think, for a lot of people. Okay. Um, so that's obviously a lengthy day. So they arrive sort of midday-ish and then they stay in the park. So what's that? Yeah. That's probably a 10 or so hour day, I would, I would Yeah, think. it's about a 10 hour day, I think. So yeah. surely they can't keep that going or every day. So, so is the following day a, a kind of more relaxed yeah. day? Yeah, so they get a day off okay. the next day. Um, so everyone gets a day off, um, apart from the medical staff, because they're on call 24 hours a day every day. But so everyone gets a day off on the third day. So the families, they can do whatever they want. So some of them will just hang out at Give Kids the World. Give Kids the World's got an absolutely amazing pool. Um, so a lot of them just choose to hang out at the villa. A lot of them go shopping. They might go um, off to some of the outlets, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think families in the past have been to Kennedy Space Centre. Um, it just depends what they want to do and the volunteers kind of similarly you get the day off um, and you can go and do whatever you want so I know there was a few this year went to Clearwater yeah that's cool they rented a car and they drove out to Clearwater oh, nice, for the okay. day um, a load of them went shopping I went to Epcot because <laughs> Epcot is the one Disney park that's not part of the trip yeah fair enough so I had a very full on day so that kind of day, day, that day that the families have an opportunity to go off and do other things and, and experience other things so with regards to like if they're enjoying the disney parks a lot do they have the opportunity if they want to to maybe head to a disney park without a volunteer or something like that or yeah it, they yeah. could do they okay. would need to buy a ticket because yeah, they yeah. get um they get tickets for the trip included so yeah but if they wanted to that would, that's absolutely their choice right, they can okay. do anything they want so you pay day. for sort of an extra for a day ticket basically to go to epcot and you, you yeah exactly okay. so i i just paid for a ticket to go to epcot um and i went to epcot during the day and then i hopped over at magic kingdom and did mickey's very merry christmas party right, on the okay. night time um, cool. so my day was full on because my day was like 8 a.m till about 1.30 a.m. So you literally <laughs> did rope drop to, to park close, pretty much? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. sound like 100%. you at all, Katie. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> it was great. I absolutely loved it. So they have their day off. Uh, the family have a day off. They relax. You have your full-on day of being a proper Disney geek. Um, did you, Do you do it on your own? Do you take somebody with you? or? Um, I was quite happy to go on my own but this year um my friend Lindsay wanted to come as well which was great and she's actually got an annual pass at the minute so obviously it didn't cost her any extra to do that um so Lindsay and I went to Epcot and spent the day just like chilling around Epcot really we had a lovely time um and then we went over to Magic Kingdom we met up with a group um of others who wanted to go to the Christmas party so there was a group of I don't know probably about eight of us um, who did the Christmas party. So we had a great time. We did loads of rides. We watched all the shows. We watched the parade, the fireworks. Had a great old time. So you've done you've done two Disney parks and you've done Animal Kingdom, you've done Magic Kingdom, day off. So what comes next? 
So this time they um, kind of shifted things around a little bit. So the next day, this time was SeaWorld, okay. um, which on previous trips that I've done has always been the last day. Um, so they mixed things up a little bit. And I actually think I preferred the the order of the days this year because we actually we did SeaWorld, then Universal, then ended up at Hollywood Studios. So we had a little bit of Disney back at the end, okay. which I thought was really nice. So we did SeaWorld, um, which is it's not my favourite park. It's not a park that I personally go to when I go on holiday um but it is quite a nice chilled park for the families because there's less there's fewer rides there's more shows um they also get to do the dolphin encounter when they're there which is where they get to go in and they get to touch the dolphins um and they get like really nice photographs taken right, okay. um so that's a really nice kind of thing for them to do they get some lovely photographs out of the back of that um so yeah it was SeaWorld and it, it was the family that I was with that day I was paired up with another volunteer um she was a new volunteer this year but a big Disney fan she actually used to work at Epcot she oh, did the cool. okay. um she worked in the UK pavilion for a year um so she's a big Disney fan North Florida inside out because she lived there for years and we'd been hanging out loads on that trip anyway so it was really nice I got teamed up with Charlotte that day okay. um, so we were the family who again it was mum dad um, the wish child was a little girl and it was her little sister who was only about two um, so it was quite a varied one so we did quite a lot of shows um, we went and watched the Shamu show um, and there was a lot of families from the trip there at that at the same Shamu show so that was really cool we went and saw Clyde and Seymour uh, which I haven't seen yeah, for, for a long, long, long time. time yeah. uh, so that was good. That, that was good to see them. And we rode the new Infinity Falls ride, um, which oh, is course, the new yeah. kind of rapids ride yeah. that's just opened at SeaWorld. So that was really good because it has a lift. Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we got to do that. got absolutely It was one drenched, of the like, biggest... Ridiculously so. It's like the biggest drop on a rapid ride or something like that. Something yeah, because it physically lifts you up into the air yeah. and then drops you down the, the <laughs> shoe. Nice. Um, yeah, it, I got very bad. I was wearing, I was cheating and wearing a poncho, and I still oh, got sore. Oh, what are you doing? You <laughs> it was a bad scene. Um, but yes, yeah, so we had like quite a nice chill day around SeaWorld. There was a lovely thing that happened because um, obviously we're purple is the colour of the charity, so all the volunteers yeah. are wearing purple. Yeah. Um, we have. We all have ears on and wearing crazy lanyards and we stand out quite a lot. Um, and I was walking through the park and I was pushing um, the wheelchair of the wish child. And this lady just came up to me and the dad and just handed us this massive hold all full of teddies and towels and just loads and loads of SeaWorld stuff like cups like all sorts of stuff and she just came over and she was like I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing like here you go take this and then just walked away and she was gone she disappeared and we looked at it and it just had all these teddies and just absolutely ton, tons of wow. sea stuff in it it was just yeah it was lovely but literally she was gone before we could even say thank you properly um, so yeah that was a really nice thing so I think she must have seen us walking around the park and can maybe ask someone what it was all about or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really nice. Okay. So SeaWorld's one of those funny parks, I think, for me, because I just think it's not up to the standard of Disney and Universal. Yeah, but the families do one... like it because it's chilled. And... Yeah, it's not one that I would rush to. Nor uh, me. But, you know, there we go. Um, okay, so uh, Epcot, so next day then must be Universal. Yeah, so we now... picked You've got two days. Things up again the next day. We went to Universal. You've got two parks, haven't you? So how does this yes. work? So this one is a pretty full-on day because we do both parks in one day. Okay. Um, and I think there's so many rides at Universal that that is quite a big ask. But the family that I was with on this day, man, they were up for it. And we got so much done. Like, I, I was so impressed with how much we got done. So I was teamed up with another volunteer who was a new volunteer called Jack. Yeah. Um, he'd been to Universal before um, a couple of times, I think, but kind of didn't know the parks quite as well. So I kind of took the lead a little bit. And it was mum and dad and their two teenage kids. So um, there was a boy and a girl. And the boy was the wish child. Um, 
and they were they were kind of up for anything and they asked a lot of questions so um the the boy he kind of wanted he wanted to try a few kind of thrill rides but he didn't want to do anything crazy like rip ride rocket yeah um so we did we did his favorite ride of the whole trip ended up being the mummy which he hadn't intended on going on but i said i think you'll like it and we went on it and he was like i'm so glad you told me to go on that because that was like my favorite ride of the whole trip so they nailed it because they did they did jimmy kimmel the mummy transformers the simpsons et men in black escape from gringotts hogwarts express then we hopped over to the other park and we did forbidden journey we did jurassic park we did kong like they they got so much squeezed into that one day which was absolutely brilliant they were quite big harry potter fans which was great for me um because they wanted to go and see all the harry potter stuff Um, so yeah universal's a really good day because you've got so many different areas to to explore Okay, so uh, yeah. so that's Universal done that day. So is is it another rest day coming up, or is it another full on day? No, it's really full on. So um, at the end of Universal, I did stay late as well. So I had like a bit of a late night at Universal, um, and then the next day is Hollywood Studios. So the next day is the last park day that they have. Um, so this year it was Hollywood Studios, and that day it rained torrentially. Oh, no. It was such a shame. We'd had. So- such good weather the whole time but that day was just some of the families actually ended up kind of turning back they went back to give kids a world because it was just a just bit too much. much for them because the rain was Fair proper enough. florida rain but but for an extended period it wasn't like half an hour and done it was like it was like absolutely torrential five hours of torrential rain uh, but my family were well up for it it was the same family that i was with at animal kingdom oh yes this is the one that managed yeah. to request you early enough yeah so they like asked to be back with me which was lovely and i absolutely loved being back with them it was we had so much fun um so we'd arranged that all of the families were going to go and watch the indiana jones stunt show all yeah. together so we could get some photographs of everyone in their purple tops but unfortunately because of the weather we went and we all got settled and we got sat down and they did the opening scene and then cancelled it oh no so yeah it was so it was really weird because we thought it was going to go ahead we had all these families settled in the arena and then they did they started it and then we didn't even get to the boulder like it was weird it was really weird and then they were basically like come back later if you want to see the rest of the show but we were like well we don't have time to do that so that was a bit weird so that was a bit of a like false start um but we hopped over to the frozen sing-along show because it was directly opposite and it was torrential rain so we hopped straight over there so that we could like make a plan for the rest of the day they were dead into toy story so they wanted to go and see toy story land which was amazing for me because obviously i hadn't seen it yet um so i got to go on um slinky dog dash twice which was great for me um because that was obviously a brand new ride for me we did midway mania we did the alien sources thing um and that was great because it was really nice for me to get a chance to kind of see Toy Story Land of course, yeah, and yeah. see them, and yeah. like all of the Toy Story characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, we went to see Beauty and the Beast and then the little girl who I mentioned before was a bit of a daredevil. She wanted to give Tower of Terror a go. So we did it. We went on Tower of Terror. <laughs> How was it? And it was all it was awesome. I was I was because obviously I've been on it so many times. I was yeah, kind of yeah. just watching her the whole time because I just wanted to see her reactions. Brilliant. Um, but she absolutely loved it, and she was dead proud of herself when she came off, which was just lovely to see. Fabulous. So that was sort of last park day. So I guess next day is is journey home, is it? Um. Yeah. So on the last day, all of the volunteers go over to give kids the world and we have Uh, a party over at give kids the world so in the past that's been a pool party but this year the weather was a bit iffy um so we actually moved it inside but that was fine so we had like loads of games and stuff on the go for the kids yeah um lots of food and it was a chance to go and explore give kids the world so we all went and got an ice cream um from the ice cream parlor um and we went to see the hall of miracles as well which is a lovely thing that they have there where they have this building where every child who's ever stayed there and give kids the world is a really special place that you have to be on one of these kind of wish trips yeah, yeah, of and you only get the chance to stay there 
Oh, okay. And every child who's ever stayed there is given a gold star, um, and they write their name on the gold star, and then they've got this building called the Hall of Miracles, and they get to go and stick their star in this building. That's cool. So when and you can go and have a look in there, and when you go in, there is just thousands and thousands and thousands of gold stars. Yeah. On the ceiling, on the walls, on like just every surface, and it's really amazing because when you walk into there, you think every one of these stars represents a kid who's benefited and had like an absolutely magical time mm. staying here, um, and it kind of puts it all into context. Really, what a kind of special place it is. Um, I would massive if anyone ever gets a chance to visit, you can volunteer there. So if anyone ever gets a chance to like go to Florida and spend a day volunteering there or anything like that, like go because it is such a an amazing place it's, it's really hard to describe it's one of the best places i've ever been so that kind of brings the um, trip sort of to the end then as, as as you then begin to travel back yeah um, so it kind of all came to a, a kind of end if you like so we'd been all of the volunteers had been practicing a song for months beforehand oh, okay. read it back at training like way back in october we'd agreed on a song which was this is me from the greatest showman oh okay so you, you um, properly went and we learned it. it in Makaton oh as well. wow so as a little surprise for the families we all kind of got up on the stage at the end um there's a bit of a presentation for all the families so they all get um a certificate um with their name on yeah. we all got one of those as well the night before so we are on the kind of final briefing the, yep. the volunteers will like share nice stories and get a certificate that kind of thing so we had all the presentations the families got all of their certificates and stuff and then all the volunteers got up and we kind of performed this song um and there was everyone was crying um so that was it was quite a nice way to kind of round it off okay um so that's kind of the end of it and then it, it was time to start making our way back to the airport which is very sad um so yeah it's kind of go grab the bags, get back on the buses and get through the airport, um, then flight back to Gatwick. And then we kind of helped the volunteers all hang around and help all the families to get back to the Hilton because a lot of them have parked their car over there or yeah. getting picked up from there. And this time, because I was getting the train home, I was the very, very last one standing because my train was not until about two o'clock in the afternoon and we landed about half seven in the morning. Ouch. Um, so I just had time to kill. So I waited until everybody else had left. Um, so I literally said goodbye to every single person, uh, which was really nice, but really sad. And then At the same you time. made your way home. And then, yeah. And then I made my way all the way back home. It took me all day to get home because... I had to get the train back through to London, then wait for a few hours for a train, and then I had to get the train back up to Newcastle. Um, so yeah, it kind of took me the whole day, and then it took me about a week to recover. Well, I'm not surprised. So by the time Christmas came, you were about back to normal. Oh, it was it was an absolutely insane December for me, because that was the first week of December. Um, it was the first kind of 10 days of December, really. Um, then I had the rest of that week off work. I was back at work for a week. Then it was Christmas. Then I went to Disneyland Paris. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, you went off to the, <laughs> yeah. after as well. Yeah, okay, so, so it was just a bit of a crazy New Year. So Cordwell yeah, Children's crazy Destination Dreams then is a yearly affair? It is. Um, so fundraising is happening now um, for next year's trip. Um, the families have been selected for next year's trip. Right. Um, the new volunteers have been recruited. They've not recruited the returning volunteers yet, so we don't know who's going to be going um, on the trip. But they'll start recruitment for the following year in the not too distant future. They'll start that in the next couple of months. Okay. So if enough. anyone is interested, definitely check out their website and follow them on Facebook, and they'll post updates when they're starting the recruitment for new volunteers. So. Um, I can't. I recommend it highly enough. If you're invited, are you going back? Um, if they'll have me, there's absolutely no guarantee because um, basically there's about 40 volunteers on each trip and they try and make about half of them new Returners, volunteers. Yeah. So every year you go, there's kind of less chance of being selected to go the following year. Oh, and it wow, just depends okay. on what they need and what skills they need. So if they'll have me i would love to go but no offense taken if not but i'd love to do it again in the future it's genuinely one of the best things i've ever 
so being part of. For those people who are thinking about it, then there's there's obviously a financial commitment from your point of view as a volunteer as well. It's not someone might be listening to this going, "Yes, free holiday to Florida, not going to pay a penny." But there's a, 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 a fairly substantial financial commitment from yourself, isn't there, to be able to go on the trip? There is, yeah. It is, it's not a cheap or easy thing to do, and it's absolutely not a free holiday. Um, and I think if anyone thinks of it as that, that they're not right to be a volunteer yeah. for it. Um, there is a minimum for fundraising amount. So up to this point, it's always been £1,200. There is a chance that that might go up yeah. um, in the future because the costs, just it's just life, inflation, costs go up. Um, and obviously they have had to postpone a trip because of not enough funds yeah, so right, yeah. i think it's probably quite likely that that fundraising amount for volunteers is going to go up but it's always been 1200 pounds which is quite a big ask it's quite a lot of money to raise um it's i've done it for three years now and i've had to come up with new ideas each time i've done it to raise it's that raise money, money yeah, um because you don't want to just be going back to the same people all the time so it, it is a big ask and if you don't kind of fundraise that amount of money then you Pay it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's there's quite a lot riding on it, and it's not a cheap trip to go on because everybody wants to go shopping and like you want to buy stuff in the park. Yeah, because you have to take that consideration, don't you? It's not just the case of you raising the money to be actually be able to go and volunteer. It's also the the food you buy out there. It's all the merchandise you buy out there. It's the whole lot on top of yeah. all of that as well. So it's not cheap in the slightest. I think it's a very you raise a very important point. It's something that we've not necessarily covered a, a lot so far. You've talked a lot about. You know how much you enjoy it how much it gives the opportunity for the kids that go to, to witness something that for them is a once in a lifetime trip and like you say you know i think we, we kind of glossed over a little bit that the poignant nature of them putting those stars on the wall in that hall of miracles is the fact that they put those stars on there and that's also for a lot of them a memorial of, of who they were yeah. and the opportunity they had them. because for a lot of these kids you know this is it this is the only chance they'll get and unfortunately for a lot of them they have very life-limiting uh, illnesses which will mean that this trip will be something that will live in the memory for a very very long time for that family it's the only opportunity they get so you know I think it's it's important to highlight the fact that this you know if you see this as an opportunity to go to Florida for a week for £1,200 and you're gonna have a lovely time yes you will have a great time uh, but equally you know I think you have to remember that this isn't for you it's for them and you are aiding what they're going to get out of it rather than you going for what you're going to get out of it you know and i think you have to take into consideration things like let's say you go to animal kingdom uh and you're a massive avatar fan you've never been to pandora you can't go to animal kingdom thinking i'm going to get to pandora this is great because actually it might be that you get to animal kingdom you see pandora in the distance and that's as far as you get because the family you have with you that day might not want to go to pandora equally you know like you say Tower of Terror or Phantasmic or something like that might be your favourite things but you can't go there expecting that's going to happen because it might not you know it's it's not you have to put yourself at the back of the queue you know and, and if you have a wonderful yeah, family who turn 100%. around to you and say we've done everything we want to do what would you like to do great you get the opportunity but but it's about them rather than about yourself and about you you facilitating the best experience for them and them having that opportunity to do something it's, it's one of the reasons I would absolutely love to do this trip i would oh just honestly it's like it's almost kind of ended up on my bucket list um of things that i just i want to do and have the opportunity to do um it's just unfortunately from my career point of view my job it happens during term time and me getting yeah. time off you know so if my boss is listening which is very unlikely but if he is please um, let adam go please let me go i want to go and help help with destination dreams and do some good and it is absolutely fantastic like i absolutely love being part of it and i do feel genuinely really lucky to have been able to be part of it three times yeah. that's like unbelievable yeah um like i remember when i was applying for this the first time and that kind of like oh wouldn't it be amazing if and now yeah, yeah, been yeah. the trip three times yeah. is completely amazing but i think you, you summed it up really well like it's their holiday it's not your holiday you can do whatever you want on your day off but the rest of that time you're it's literally there just to make their holiday yeah, better absolutely. so if you um, want to know more and it is a great feeling to know that you've done that if you want to know more you can go to cordwellchildren.com c-a-u-d well children.com you can find out everything that they do with regards to um 
not just the Destination Dreams, but everything else they do. They do so much during the year called World Children. They do fundraising events all the way through the year. They have lotteries and, and raffles. They do uh, running events. They do cycling events. They do treks. They do skydiving. They have the butterfly ball that happens every year that's massive. They have activity weeks that, you know, they do so much stuff. It's, you know, the, the stuff they do is fantastic. And we've had quite a lot to do with them in the past with regards to, I think I've run mud runs for them. Uh, we ran um, the half marathon in my Caldwell Children Vests. Uh, we've done, obviously, Destination Dreams. We've done silent auctions. We've done all sorts of stuff for these guys. And, uh, you know, every single penny is well worth uh, what we give to them. So, um, fingers crossed, you get to go again. It would be nice. I would like to. And if not next time, maybe another time in the future. And fingers crossed, um, I get to go. With I'm definitely going to fundraise <laughs> for them regardless. Yeah, I've decided that absolutely. regardless of whether I've got a place next year, I'm going to fundraise for them again this year. Because yeah. um, I just, it's such a good thing and yeah. it gives so much to these absolutely. families and they, they just wouldn't have this opportunity um, without this without this charity delivering this for them and it's such a good thing yeah um, so yeah Absolutely. definitely fundraising regardless so there we go so uh, if you've got some pennies and you're not quite sure what direction to throw them in uh, then Cordwell Children say cordwell.children.com is the place to go and if you are interested in uh, applying for what will be Destination Dreams 2020 now um, yeah. then uh, do keep an eye you can always ping them an email go onto their website you can find that and, and check on their Facebook and all those bits and pieces they look in from people who want to help uh, fundraise for them and right. if anyone has any questions about being a volunteer yes. or anything feel free to find them towards our Facebook yeah, or absolutely. our Twitter and I'll be happy to answer any questions fantastic well that is it for today then which means it's time for this so uh, it's going to be a short one really um, thank you, Katie. <laughs> That's Thanks it. for letting me chat. All things purple. It's just, just, just thank you, Katie, and nobody else. It was just me and Katie having a lovely chat. No, you are welcome. No whinging about Phantom Manor. No, uh, no Fanta. No Disneyland. No, nothing. It's just, it's all Cordwell, which is brilliant. So uh, if you want to say send Katie any sort of messages, then you can contact us, radio at disneybrit.com. You can also go over to our Facebook, which is facebook.com uh, forward slash disneybrit. You can contact us on Twitter at disneybrit. You can go to Instagram, which is also disneybrit. Uh, and also, if you want to listen back to this show, if you listen listening to a podcast or you want to listen to it some other way, it's also going to be up on YouTube. You can go to our YouTube channel. Uh, I've been recently kind of going through my Disney kind of video archives and i've been posting all sorts of bits and pieces up there of things that i've just totally forgot i got and um i put all sorts of bits and pieces so go and check those out there's loads of videos over there obviously as as well as this one uh for this show we will be back again in a couple of weeks time uh where hopefully the team will have returned from where on earth they've gone uh, i've got no idea uh they need to sack off work is that what it is? They all need to sack yeah, off work. Yeah, they just need to sack off work. Is, is this you? Is, is that is that like an official line? Is it that we're supposed to sack off work, or is that a? I don't know. Yes, it's very important. It's very important. Okay, so uh, sack off work apparently is what you're supposed to do. Uh, that is not the uh, opinion of myself or the Disney Brit podcast. It is just the opinion of Katie. So, uh, so we will be back in a couple of weeks' time. We hope you have a good couple of weeks. But until then, we will see you. Thank you, Caldwell Children.